I'm at Camden BRI Day 2010. I'm talking to Emma Hamby, packaging technologist, about some of the packaging equipment that's on display. Camden BRI has invested a lot in packaging equipment over the last couple of years, and Emma's just going to talk me through some of it. So, Emma, this particular piece of equipment. This equipment is a burst tester that we use for typically pouch products. We put pouches within two restraining plates and we pump compressed air into pouches. The reason we use restraining plates is as the pouch inflates, it would naturally pillow and the restraining plates ensure that the air is flowed into the pack in a uniform rate. As the air flows in, the pack inflates and it ruptures at a weak point and we then inspect the seals to see there's a defect present, the type of defect, whether it's the manufacturer's seal or the, the packer's seal that's gone. Why would a company, a manufacturer of food or drink product or a packaging company, ask you to use this test? What does it tell them? It's a measure of seal strength. It's predominantly used for packs that are put through a retorting process, which can weaken the seals. So we put it in this to test those seals to ensure that they're strong enough for purpose, fit for purpose, to ensure that it gets the consumers home in the manner that it was first packed in. Okay, and it's the kind of service that you offer both to food companies and to packaging companies? Yep, we find that a lot of people have this facility themselves, but they come to us for independent testing, so it gives them independent results from an independent company. Moving along, we've got a large piece of kit. What does this piece of kit do? This is sort of our latest um, investment in packaging. This piece of equipment does a variety of tests. It can crush tertiary boxes, um, so it gives us an indication of the stacking strength of boxes. It compresses them by pushing an external load on top of the packaging up to this particular piece of equipment, goes up to 20 kilonewtons. It can be used for tertiary containers and primary containers, so it gives us an indication of how they can be stored. We're in a society now where we're trying to maximise the amount on lorries during distribution by stacking them quite high and it's important that we understand that these containers can withstand the types of forces. So by using this equipment we can establish if the board or tertiary container they're using can withstand these forces. Okay, so that's the compression angle of it, which I can see. At the moment it's rigged up to a different kind of test. What kind of test is that? Yep, at the moment we've got it set up to carry out peel testing. So again, it can be used for anything that has a peelable lid on. So it could be yogurt pots, biscuit tubes, snack containers. So the pot is withheld with grips on a bottom plate and then we have an arm which can be set from 90 degrees to 155 degrees to pull the lid off. This again can show seal strength of a container but can also give us indication of the types of forces a consumer needs to open a container. We've had a lot of work in the past of how consumers find things difficult to open and this gives us an indication of how consumers would open this pack. It's set at different angles to replicate human opening of a container and we can change the speed at which this is done again to replicate how a human would open particularly something like a yogurt pot. It's looking at it from both angles really, from the industry angle, is the seal strong enough to do what it needs to do in terms of pack integrity but from the consumer angle, is it actually openable as well, exactly. is it easy, easy to open or whatever? And it's trying to get that happy medium, it's trying to get it so it's strong enough to maintain its safety and keep the quality of the product, particularly with a biscuit type product, that it needs to maintain its crispness, you don't want any moisture to get in there, but also the consumer needs to be able to open it easily when they get it at home. Okay, and presumably as well, this is an objective test because you actually get some numerical answer as yep. opposed to using a human volunteer where you may get much more variability. Exactly. You will get a force of how hard or how easy it is to open that container at a certain angle. And the important thing to say about this rig is it's the only one currently available in the UK to do this variety of angles. There are other peel testers available in the UK, but this one is the only one that can employ 90 to 155 degrees at different test speeds. The next piece of kit. 
Mullen Burst Tester, which is used to measure the strength of paper and boards. There's a rubber diaphragm held underneath a metal plate and the pressure is exerted on that diaphragm using oil as a, a pressure medium. It pushes up onto the paper or the board until it begins to dome and it'll eventually rupture. And so it measures the amount of pressure required to rupture or tear a piece of paper or board. So if I'm a company, why would I want this particular test done? Rather than going for the full compression testing, we would use Mullen Burst Testing along with another test this equipment can do called ECT or edge crush testing. And by using edge crush testing and Mullen Burst testing together you can establish the strength of a material so you could just take a cross section of a piece of board or a piece of paper to establish its strength as a flat piece of paper rather than as a whole container so it's looking at a different aspect of its strength as a material rather than as a container. So we've got some samples of different food product or different packaging I should say including some metal cans there so what can you tell me about those? Metal cans very traditional form of packaging so one of the ways that we measure this is by doing can seam assessment or can teardown to establish that the, the double seam that's been formed when the end is put onto a can is formed correctly to prevent microbial contamination. So we tear down the can with a variety of tools and measurement devices to ensure that the double seam has been formed correctly. Okay, so that with the seam forming you get a complete seal so that there's no opportunity for anything to get into the can while it's cooling for example and the can is contracting. The purpose of the double seam is to produce a hermetic seal and we tear that seam down systematically. It's a very um, long process, very complicated process. Can manufacturers should do this every half an hour. This is something we do independently. It could be something that we do if there is an issue with the can, a microbial issue or if they had blown cans or any other sort of issues during the retort process. Cans are sent to us to test that those seams have been formed correctly. Um, it could be that someone's having an issue with their can supplier and that the, the cans are brought in um, defect. And from cans, um, we've got a setup here with the bottle, or a couple of bottles actually, we have a plastic bottle and a glass bottle. What does this piece of kit tell you? This one here is an internal pressure resistance tester. Bottles in this case can be used for different types of containers, can be used for plastics or glass. This attaches to a hydraulic pump, so water is pumped into containers and measured out on a pressure gauge. As the water is pumped through, the pressure increases to a point at which the bottle or container will burst or rupture. With plastic bottles you get a distinct burst, with glass containers you get more of a cracking, particularly at side seams on plastic containers and obviously depending on the material you're using depends at the pressure at which it will burst and this can give an indication of any defects produced in, in the forming of either plastics or glass. So basically any company planning on putting something into a bottle under pressure will need to know what the pressure resistance of their bottle is and this kit will, will tell them that and again it's a, an objective test that gives a numerical output. Exactly, I mean this is particularly important for carbonated drinks whether it be a soft drink or an alcoholic champagne or sparkling wine. You're putting a product in there that is carbonated, does contain a pressure and it's important that the container it's in can withstand that throughout its life. And would that be used as part of say, quality control by say uh, the packaging manufacturer or would it be used by uh, on behalf of the food company to troubleshoot if a problem had arisen? How might it be used? Drinks manufacturers wouldn't necessarily employ this test on their own. They would use it when they're developing new products to ensure that their containers can withstand their new product or if they're changing or lightweighting containers. They would also again use it if there's been an issue um, in the supply chain to establish if it's the bottles that are causing the breakages or whether they're producing their carbonated drink at too high a pressure. So obviously yes and lightweighting is an interesting issue because there's a lot of that been happening over the last few years. These particular packaging tests presumably particularly relevant to that because they help companies to ensure that in lightweighting to reduce the amount of material being used at the same time the pack will continue to perform. I mean every test we've talked about today lightweighting 
will come into that every time something's lightweighted changes the strength of the material how that material behaves and these tests can establish if the properties of that packaging have been weakened by lightweighting. From this exhibit it looks as though electron microscopy and other forms of microscopy play an important part in packaging testing as well. We work with the chemistry department and the microscopy section looking at defects and seal strengths. What else can be going on within that material? Delamination is a very important one. We particularly find whether there's been defect packaging or if the packaging's been stored at too high a temperature. The layers of the plastic film begin to delaminate away from each other and this is seen in or wrinkling or channels in the food packaging material and our uh, micro analysts can look at how this is happening under microscopes.